Hello, hello, and welcome to the Pick and Play Show, where today we've got Zell, we've got Leo, your pal Gordo, full house. We are going to be breaking down some of the big news in the NFL. Cam, back to the Panthers, what? And we're going to cut through some of the big games last week. Big games this week, talking points across the NFL. Let's get right to it. We both know what happens when you stomp in the glass house. Get stomping in the glass house. Leo, how are you doing? The Titans are the best team in the AFC. That's how I'm doing. I'm I'm fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. Um, the end of the last episode, we had technical there. difficulties, and I didn't get a chance to talk my shit. But <laughs> I was able to tell both of you what I thought was going to happen in that Rams-Titans game. So mm-hmm. you guys can vouch for me. Mm-hmm. I called that W. And the reason why I called it was because this Titans team, they always get up for the big primetime games. They also always get up when every single national uh, analyst reporter is saying that they're going to lose. And that's exactly what happened. And, and so they'll they'll drop a game against the Jaguars or the Texans at some point in this season because that's just what they do. But against the elite teams, they show up. And 7-2, and two, no Derrick Henry, no problem so far. No problems. And the Ram team did just add Odell, which interesting people were rumoring him to go to uh carolina and not carolina the saints we'll talk about that in a second but i had said that the tennessee titans would be a poor matchup i got that completely fucking backwards uh the rams offense couldn't do jack shit and uh it looks like you guys gotta start all three levels right yeah that's what i was gonna bring up man that was arguably the best performance by a defensive line i've seen all year bro jeffrey simmons autry landry bro they were treating the rams offensive line like they were some ragdolls bro like it was a dominant performance. Like Stafford didn't stand a chance back there, bro. This is the first time in years that I've seen the Titans be able to generate pressure with just the front four. I haven't seen just the this. Front four, bro. It's crazy. I, I don't even know if I've seen this since like the early two thousands. Like it's beautiful. It brings a tear to my eye to see Simmons pushing the pocket, uh, Autry making plays. That man, uh, that man, Harold Landry is making a case to get paid a lot of money this offseason. He's up for a contract renewal, and uh, he's definitely mm. playing like he's up for a contract renewal. Contract year, sacks, right? And yeah. Kevin Byard <laughs> is once again showing why he's all pro, one of the best safeties in the league. He had a pick six on Sunday or on Monday. Or, no, Sunday night. Yeah, it was a Sunday night game. He had a pick six, the first of his career, and he's continuing an all pro season. I, I'm fucking excited. Yeah, I don't think that uh, – I, I thought that the Tennessee defense would be the thing that could have held him back this year. I now think that the defense may be the thing that can carry you till Derrick Henry comes back. Uh, Adrian Peterson got in the end zone. Nice little, like, one-yard dash into the end zone. Um, but I think the Titans are unequivocally the class of the AFC. Um, and that really leaves Zell, your your Jets, the, the lone – Lone AFC team to beat the Titans. Who else beat the Titans? The Wasn't Cardinals. It, uh, week one. The, Car- the Cardinals, Cardinals beat them. Yeah, the Cardinals yeah. beat them. Week one, I think. Yeah. Just, just you at the top with a quarterback controversy. So, what, what are the Jets going to be doing upcoming weeks? Mike White renamed the starting quarterback. I don't think Zach Wilson's ready to come back anyway. 
Um, right. They had a, you had a 30 to 45 bloodbath this week. Um, what are you expecting here? You think Mike Wright could hold on to this spot, or you really do feel like this is going to be a comeback down to earth and we're going to get Zach Wilson back out there? I, I just don't understand why, like, we can't have nice <laughs> things, bro. Like, I really think we've been cursed from Joe Namath selling his soul to Satan <laughs> to get us a Super Bowl, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, Mike White had all the hype. He was playing well. Bro, in the first quarter, he was 7 of 11, 95 yeah. yards and a touchdown. Like, he was going to cook <laughs> the rest of that game. Like, he was on pace for another 350 and multiple touchdowns. So, it just sucks, man, because towards the end of that game, I guess he started to get feeling back in his hand. Oh. And he was on the – I don't know if you guys watched throughout the whole game, but he was on the sidelines, like, just, like, stretching it out, showing the doctor, trying to get back in. But I'm glad they played the safe route, but – and, you know, credit to Josh Johnson, who's been in the league since, like, 08. And he came out there, and he's been on the practice squad all year. I know. Yeah. Not taking snaps from any first-team reps, anything like that. And he played well, man. That last pick he threw there, that's just – it got tipped at the line. That's just unlucky, man. Um, but it just sucks. I think Mike White would have continued to play well, and I think he's going to play well this week. I don't think we'll beat Buffalo, but I think he'll show that until, you know, Zach Wilson is fully healthy – and even when he does get healthy, if Mike White still plays well, regardless of the wins or losses, he still needs to be um, the quarterback of the team. So no controversy at all. It's just there's no sense in bringing Zach Wilson or rushing him back, especially when he wasn't playing that well before he got hurt. Yeah, he's had some few flash plays and things like that, but he hasn't been consistent from week to week. So if Mike White continues it, you ride with a hot hand, right? So not a controversy at all. Sal already squashed that. If Zach Wilson is fully healthy, too, I think it's only been about four weeks from that PCL injury. You don't want to throw him back out there anyway. So give Mike White the yep. shot. Let him play. Um, as long as they continue to look how they have been, like, offensively. It's been the defense, ironically, that's regressed to the mean like crazy. They're bad. It They're was bad. Ba it was bad. Like, those first that couple team. of weeks, Oof. they fought. They looked well. And... It was reversed with the offense. Now the offense is looking well, but the defense, bro, I think it was six or seven yards per rush before there was any contact. Like, yeah, yeah. Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor look like all pros, bro. They look like Hall of Famers. Yeah, she is terrible. So if they don't get that right against Buffalo, man, even though their run game isn't their strength, they're they're gonna get diced up and chopped up again. So I mean, we'll see. I don't think we'll win, but hopefully we just put up some points, you know. Buffalo just finished losing to Jacksonville. I feel like the Jets might be able to put up a fight. Yeah, yeah, I think it can be competitive for sure. But if our bro, <laughs> if our defense continues to look like how it did that game and then the game the Patriots where they dropped fifty on us, it's not gonna matter. Buffalo can be bad and they'll just have holes open for days, man. Like so I don't 45 know. points against Indy. It cool. is They alarming. scored on their first seven drives. Touchdowns yeah. at that. And then they stopped, and the Jets came back and made that closer. Because right. it, was, it was real far away. I'll say this. Here's the good news for the Jets out there. You guys are putting up points now week over week over week with different quarterbacks. Yeah. It's so not LaFleur. It's not LaFleur. <laughs> yeah, you, you're, getting, you're getting offense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a good news that, hey, you're on your fourth-string quarterback and the team can still put touchdowns on the board. Right, because they're I mean, executing that, the offense how it should correct. be executed. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and that's where you're like, okay, Wilson, you got to kind of get back in this driver's seat and pick it up. But from an X's and O's standpoint, 
you're working with something here. This is a couple weeks in a row where points have been at a premium. I mean, 30, no matter what the, what the you know, circumstances, is nothing to slouch at. Uh, it's not. It's, it's a yeah. huge accomplishment. And it was 30... It was 30 driving down to score again. I know they were never really in the game except until, well, they were in the game until Mike White came out and then the wheels fall off by the time they put him back on the wagon. I mean, it, Colts fans out there as well, you got to be terrified because you cannot sleep on a lead. The, the Ravens came back and scored a trillion points in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. The Jets came back and almost made that a game. The yep. Titans scored comfortably every time they had the ball. You're in trouble now. Like, these defenses around the NFL, there are some teams that are collapsing on defense and other teams that offensive line is collapsing. And you're almost you're either in one of those two brackets or you're sitting comfortably above everyone else, like Leo's Titans are. Yeah, so, baby. Just a very interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> and and the Titans lost Henry. We'll see how that what that means long term for teams as they start getting game plan week over week. Huge win right off the bat. I think the biggest thing about uh, the Titans circling back. Offensive line is not killing them, not killing them, and that is gigantic. They've had a lot of injuries and, too. So, shout out to the yes, offensive line coach. I think his name's Keith Carter. Uh, he's doing a good job getting all the backups ready. All the backups ready. There were. This was a bloody Sunday in gambling, as most of the favorites lost. I mean, the Ravens were down fourteen points again late in the game, and then gave up a kick return touchdown. Still managed to pull that out. Thank you, Lamar. You are you are the best. Um, but around the NFL, big favorites lost. The Bills lost to the Jaguars. That was ugly. Did you all? It was ugly. It ugly. was ugly. How did the Bills not score a single point in the second half of a game? How's that possible? Did, did you all watch this game? When I watched it, I couldn't even understand what I was seeing. Honestly, we saw, like, shades and glimpses of, like, two years ago josh allen it, it was oh, yeah the turnovers the trying to oh, yeah. force the ball it, it, it wasn't good six points against the jaguars could be a blip i mean there's cases where teams play bad like this and there's a look ahead game you're like oh they've got a game coming up um but they're it's a it's a division game with the Jets. That's not a look ahead game. Now it's a game you better be fucking focused on because while the Bills' defense is playing their ass off, their offense has now turned into a pumpkin. Uh, the offensive line couldn't control it. Also, here's a little fun stat: this was the first time a player, a quarterback, was I think uh, intercepted by a player with the same name in Josh Allen versus Josh. Oh yeah, Allen. yeah the. The, the defensive end for the Jaguars, yeah. Yes. Josh Allen, the defensive end, also had a fumble, forced fumble and fumble recovery. So it would be the first time a quarterback got a uh, fumble recovered by someone with the same name. So Josh Allen on Josh Allen on Josh Allen on Josh Allen crime, uh, but made for a nice little weird world that, that we could zoom in on. Um, the Jaguars, Leo, are you worried about them now? No, no creeping up no, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> i do think that it's a, if you're uh, the bills it's a little embarrassing that your final points of the game came with 11 minutes left in the second quarter you, you didn't you, yeah, you weren't yikes. able to must, muster a single point after the 11 minute mark in the second quarter against jacksonville that's got to be concerning so i'm going to cut, cut through a couple teams here you tell me, Azel, we'll start with you, who you're more concerned about. You're, mm-hmm. Let's say you're a fan of this franchise. Mm-hmm. You thought this year you were going to be a playoff hopeful team. 
after last week's losses, you're worried. Tell me which one you're worried more about. Are you more worried as a 49er fan? Are you more worried as a Bengal fan? Or are you more worried as a Saint fan who lost to Atlanta and now brought themselves within a game of Atlanta with Trevor Simeon as their quarterback? Yuck. Um, I think I'm definitely more worried as a Bengals fan because wasn't it less than a month ago they were at the top of the AFC? And now you've got back-to-back. Because they didn't even look good, like, versus the Browns at all. It was rough. And the Browns went out there and just dominated them in all facets of the game. So if I were a fan of one of those teams, I'd be more concerned if I was a Bengals fan because it's spiraling in the wrong direction right now. Leah? Uh, Yeah, I'm with Zell. I'd be more concerned if I was a Bengals fan because, like he said, a couple weeks ago you were on top of the world and the AFC. And I really expected this game against Cleveland to be better than it was. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm thinking AFC North matchup. Both of these teams are jockeying for, for maybe a division title. And Cleveland went out there and shit all over them. So I, I would be all very over, concerned if I was a Bengals fan. The, the Browns and the Bengals were 24-10 at halftime. And if you watch the game, it didn't even look that close. They come out in the third quarter and blast them for another 10, making a 34-10 game over. Uh, The Bengals, to me, this, oddly enough, there's always a team middle of the year that falls out of the sky and reverts back to who they are. I think we're staring down that as the Bengals. Uh, Chase didn't look – they basically said, okay, fine, fine, fine. We've heard enough of Chase. He's not beating us. End of discussion. He will not beat us. Uh, T. Higgins ends up having the most receptions out of uh, any Bengal. Uh, Joe Mixon, 13 attempts, 64 yards, two touchdowns. Joe Burrow, 282 yards. Got hit a lot, made mistakes. The Browns handled business. And I think now Odell's out. Who knows what you get with the Browns. But my biggest concern is the 49ers. You lost to an Arizona team. No J.J. Watt, he's been gone. No DeAndre Hopkins, he's out. Kyler Murray's not playing. Here comes Colt fucking McCoy. (laughs) And you don't lose. You get beat to death. You start out down 14-0. It's halftime, it's 17-7. After that, it's 31-14. You've got to be fucking kidding me here. I'm going to say it. I think that we're looking at a head coach on a hot seat in Shanahan. Ooh. He should be. You think that's hot. hot? I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think that's don't, a hot take. I think he, I, I agree. They're not going to fire him. You have you. He has one of the worst winning percentages of any coach ever for his span of time coaching. He went to one Super Bowl, got there, couldn't make it in. Since then, he can't go to the playoffs. I, I mean, where's Trey Lance? It's what funny happened you here? brought that up because I saw something the other day. I, I mean, coach, but I saw something the other day that I think their first four or five draft picks from this past class are, aren't even playing. Trey Lance, yeah. Trey Sermon, and then I think two of the other dudes were linemen. It's crazy. And all the draft I, I, capital I, they spent on Lance and Sermon to move up to get them. It's just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Where is he? Like, uh, you at this point in time, Trevor Lawrence is playing every single game. Hey, he just got a win. Um, Justin Fields is looking 
better and better every yeah, week. He looked really good versus Steelers. He did. If they didn't have to play two teams on Sunday, a uh, Monday night, because the refs were as egregious terrible. as you terrible fucking referee. get in this world, terrible, Trash. terrible. And everyone said it. And then the league came out and was like, "No, the refs were right. Fuck you. We know you think the refs were right. We want to know who had money on the game. That's what we want to <laughs> know. Fuck you." Then you turn around and you've got Mac Jones, who's leading a uh, resurgent Patriot team. Where is Trey Lance? Everyone else's rookies are out there starting, and some of them, some of them are thriving. What what are we doing here? Zach Wilson's hurt. He gets a pass right now. But you traded up for Trey Lance, and now there's rumors out there that Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones and got talked out of it. That's bullshit. <laughs> I bet there are you have it, that's <laughs> right. Here's the thing. Here's the rumors. Kyle Shanahan wanted Trey Lance, and they all wanted Mac Jones. To me, that's the truth. Because I haven't seen one time, one fucking time, that uh, Kyle Shanahan knows how to evaluate quarterbacks. He's drafted a bunch, you know, third round, whatever. He's traded for one already in Jimmy Garoppolo and doesn't want that toy either. He's had quarterbacks. He can't get any of them to win. Oh, anybody he trades up for in the draft is pretty much a bust. They are div- they are void of talent from their draft picks. They aren't getting any. And I don't know how you can blame anyone else other than the guy that's definitely pulling the trigger. Let's like this idea that John Lynch would overrule Kyle Shanahan is insane to me. How could that be possible? So, I don't know. I, if I'm a 49er fan, I went from going, Kyle Shanahan found his guy and we're good, to did Kyle Shanahan just trade away all of our picks for Jordan Love 2.0? Mm. Sheesh. Mm. Because Jordan Love has now sat on a bench for three years and he came out against the Chiefs and he looked like he didn't know what a football was. Mm. That is true. Rough, but true. Watch, did you watch him play? That guy couldn't figure out, do I throw the football? Do I use two hands? Do I, you know, do I kick it? I mean, that guy looked terrible. Trey Lance can't see the field over fucking Jimmy Garoppolo, the guy you definitely don't want. Man, The only reason I don't pick the 49ers in this scenario is just because I expected them to finish last, so none of this is surprising me. You did. I I expected them to suck. (laughs) Yep, you did. 100%. You were on that. You said, fuck, fuck all the smoke and mirrors. I'm cutting right through it. Uh, other big news from this past weekend. Um, we obviously had that that upset special across the board, and I think the last upset we really need to cover here. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, huh? Boy. <laughs> they look oh, like shit. Boy. Bro. Zell, what do you think about that game? So I actually was in Dallas this past oh, weekend for nice. yes and i was right there so they have this place that's called texas live right it's this big like open area of multiple bars and restaurants right neck right across from where the cowboys play and right next to where the rangers play the texas rangers and when i tell you that place was shook <laughs> with all the cowboys fans in there broncos fans were in there too like they travel pretty well so like the moans and the groans and the sighs like they were in that thing sick like it was hilarious to me but i (laughs) they couldn't get anything going 
like it was like as soon as they got any type of slight momentum like and this was after the half because before the half they looked horrible the broncos would just step up stop them i think dak missing that time from that injury and not practicing definitely affected him but it simply was the broncos came to play i think they probably heard all the noise about oh we're trading von miller we're tanking the defense ain't shit but they showed up man and they played well but i definitely didn't expect that i'm pretty sure i think last week we all picked the cowboys to win that and pretty handily but they broncos proved us wrong so it was um dallas was pretty uh (laughs) they was pretty deflated and sad um for that game for sure man the the denver broncos ran all over them all over them 190 yards rushing i think for the broncos 111 for the rookie javante williams he was looking great looking like he's going to be a cornerstone for that offense for the next couple years and you love to see that (laughs) i bet you do love to see it (laughs) so Uh the the denver broncos they win 30 to 16 but this wasn't even a 30 to 16 game i I think the the cowboys scored 16 at the end just for show you know just just for the fantasy teams i guess uh matt's in particular he got some garbage time from dak there uh hi right so (laughs) no it was an embarrassing performance from the cowboys they they look like shit all good they look like shit until about the eight minute mark in the fourth quarter but it was already over by then yeah uh i really there were a lot of games that at the one o'clock slate i kept looking at the bills game and going are you fucking kidding me? Like, is the TV stuck? Is is there like a rain delay or something? I can't believe it. And I said, okay, well, that was a bloodbath at 1 p.m. Four o'clock rolls around. I'm looking for a little ground to stand on. Something that makes any goddamn sense. And the Denver Broncos haul back like a cartoon character Popeyes and just uppercut the bejesus out of the Dallas Cowboys across the room. And I and I turn around and the 49ers are getting tallywhacked by the Cardinals. I don't know whether to take this whole week of the NFL and bundle it up, crush it, and throw it out the window, or if there's any truth to hear. Uh, so, Leo, starting with you, is there anything really to take out of this weekend? Because almost every favorite lost. I think sometimes in the NFL you just have weeks like that, right? I mean, it hurts the wallet. Yeah, how do they do that? <laughs> how do they coordinate that? How do the fuck? How do the fuck do they fucking coordinate that? That's what I want to know. I mean, I can't the believe it. It hurts the wallet. Yeah, fuck. Because every it wasn't like they're like, man, that one upset was crazy. It's like, no, they were all relentlessly crazy. It was like from sun up to sundown. It was weird shit the whole way fucking through. All the way up to you guys just kicking the piss out of the Rams. And that game ain't close. 21-3 at half. What the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, that looked about right to me. It's just one of those weeks. Fuck you. That's what people love about the NFL, man. It's it's literally a week-to-week league. I know. It is crazy. I need to go Mm -hmm. back to that Steelers-Bears game real quick because that pissed me off, man. I feel like they were really trying the Bears out there. Trying? That referee slid into that guy. He did. You think he was backing up on someone in the club? I mean, he put his whole ass into it. He was like, "I got this. I know it." Oh, now I throw the taunting flag at him. I mean, this was crazy. The taunting call was absurd, man. Like he didn't even open his. He just looked in that direction and was backing up. He didn't say anything. Like, and you don't call it cut by them. The game. Yeah, yeah. It was a personal thing. I saw that after the game. He was cut by them, and he made a big play. 
in the game and you're going to make that type of call that can literally obviously you know there's other parts of the game but that at that point you don't make that type of call man like come on we're not watching to see the ref like it was everything else too yeah like they were calling everything against the brown the bears it was terrible the steelers Mm -hmm. chase claypool is full extension pushing off from another man right and they go that's cool but if if a Bears defender touched a Steelers wide receiver, it was a flag. I, I just, you know. The one that pissed me off even more than the taunting penalty, uh, I, I'm thinking it's the fourth quarter. It's either third or fourth quarter, second half for sure. But Justin Fields rolls out to the right, maybe on like the 5-10 yard line, throws a nice mm. touchdown to the back corner of the end zone. They call an illegal chop block i think it was or it's yeah. some kind of illegal block yes. and on the replay oh, yes. they show the offensive play. lineman yes. completely whiffing not barely even making contact on the block and it's just like like what are we doing here <laughs> the man's block had no effect on the play he missed on the block and you yeah. you, you take missed. away a touchdown and then they end up having to settle for a field goal and that, that had me pissed and i'm not even a bears fan just trash for real. I could Trash. if I were a Bears fan, I couldn't imagine leaving that game and being like happy. You're like, all right, great, we should have won. The refs literally robbed us. This was in Pittsburgh. And honestly, for most of that game, the Bears were being held down. They came on late. Yeah. Uh, yep, second half. It, it was all in the fourth quarter. They had six points going into the fourth quarter and then end with twenty one. Um, as someone who had the under in that game teased up. I I went from going into that fourth quarter, I had, because I had it teased up, I had 20, was it 24 points to play with going into a game that barely had 20 points in it, and I lost by a touchdown. Oh, my God. So you you were just getting bodied all week. It it just, all week. I got bodied top. Man, was getting worse. I was like, the refs are against me. This is all, and I couldn't even get the teams I don't like to lose. Like, I couldn't even get the Browns to lose. I couldn't even get the Steelers to lose. All this stupid fucking chaos this weekend, and the Steelers win, and the Browns fucking win. I'm like, this is total unbelievable bullshit. Um, And speaking of bullshit, Odell Beckham gets his release, and he is now on the Los Angeles Rams. Just wild. which is wild. I'll say this. My favorite part of the whole story, when it came out that he might be leaving the Browns for the New Orleans Saints, I have never heard of something so uncategorically stupid in my life. Tra- Trevor, he wants, he wants, tra- he was pissed off with Baker. Yeah, that one confused he wants Trevor me a little Simeon. bit. Like, what, the Saints, for what? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was yeah, strictly for- just because that's where he's from. And he went to college there. Uh, I really think that was that literally was it. There was no way he was going there for some quarterback yeah. play. Hell no. Nope. And let me I just I, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I don't know why everyone said to free Odell Beckham. I don't know it. That guy drops the most balls every single year in the NFL that he's healthy and he has All right, hold on, hold I on think a he's second, because we're not gonna act like those are Baker facts. didn't miss him on the fifty percent of his targets this year. We've all seen it. I mean, watching Browns games I, I, this year I, had me yelling at the TV. Like, I can see Odell open, throw him the ball, but Baker's just like, no, nah, I'd rather throw it to Donovan Peoples-Jones. Who's going to catch the ball? Sure. Him and his two catches I, last week. We'll, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see with Odell. I think there was a lot more into that free Odell where I'm like, 
this is a playoff team. I'm not being a Baker fan. I mean, I, I'm I'm on the free Baker side of this because I want that guy to get a long-term deal. Uh, and that's just for my own personal gain. But I, I really couldn't look at Odell Beckham and be like, yeah, there's a ton of places for you to go. I mean, I think it says enough about him that he went unclaimed off waivers. I think, unclaimed. I think it was more of like the free Odell thing, like – his peers and like his friends wanting him to get to like a team in the offense who he could flourish in and utilize him better. Like ever since he got traded to Cleveland, I never really liked the fit just because they yeah. always want to establish the run. And, you know, Baker, Baker wants to be Correct. the man basically, you know? And I think the Rams, I really wanted him to go to the Seahawks or the Packers just to see him. Packers. Yeah. That would have been crazy. But the Rams, I mean, that's not a bad option either. McVay, we know he loves to pass the ball. His concepts he comes up with offensively are amazing. And Odell as your wide receiver three, potentially, or two, regardless, he's not having to face the best corner on the other team. Like, that's ridiculous because he's still arguably the most talented receiver in the league. So I think that's a great spot for him to go to for, you know, his skill set. So I think it'll flourish, to be honest. There's no chance that he yeah. doesn't outperform what he did in Cleveland. I don't care what Matt oh, yeah. says. Baker Mayfield was an embarrassment yeah. to Odell Beckham, and I can't wait to see him with a real quarterback. <laughs> yep. I I can't wait till he still gets – here's my thing. Is he going to get – I guess he's going to take over the number two role and you're going to see him a lot more on, like, go routes and maybe take the top off of defense. I wonder what we're going to get with him because they already have that kind of in-route running um, kind of breakdown the defense player in Cooper Cup. So, uh, And they still have Woods hanging around there. So I'm interested to see how they're going to utilize him. This is a Rams team that may be completely foregoing the run game. Like they may be like, <laughs> we're just never going to run the ball ever. Four or five wide outsets every down. It could be, and then I don't know if that offensive line's good enough to hold up. I'm interested in this. Zell, I'm I'm with you. If he would have gone to Green Bay, I would have been like, oh, Lord, help us, because I think Aaron Rodgers and him would have had a ridiculous connection. That would have been lovely. Because Aaron Rodgers likes that, you know, Aaron Rodgers kind of does what he does with the offense, and, and I, it sounds stupid to say out loud, but uh, what I mean is he'll – the game is – dictated determined by what Aaron Rodgers is going to do in there and someone like Odell who can go off script a bit and can make those plays that's where Aaron Rodgers likes to live at times and if you had him and uh, Devontae Adams that's two freaks Um, I'm actually happy he went over to the Rams I'll see him week 17 when he comes uh, when we play them uh, the Ravens it's it's crazy because I did see a report that Odell wanted the Packers, but I guess they like yeah. lowballed him with the offer, and you know we're just trying to offer him the bet minimum or something like that. It's like, bro, y'all, I, I can't wait till Aaron Rodgers is there. They they never want to get him any help other than Devontae. It's crazy. Well, they now that Jordan Love card where he had to play a game is like, oh, uh. Green Bay, what is you doing, baby girl? I have no fucking clue. You know, what are you doing? I have no fucking clue what what they're thinking because they had to see Jordan Love in practice before we did. And now Aaron Rodgers has uh, – this was a funny week. Rodgers starts the week by doing all of that uh, vaccine stuff where he's like, oh, yeah, I'm immunized. And then they're like, are you? And he's like, well, no. And you're like, okay, bud. And then that happens during the week, and everyone's trashing him. And as soon as that game ended with Green Bay, everyone's like, you know what? 
uh, Green Bay's <laughs> Green Bay is fucking foolish for playing these games with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it went a complete 180 from the media perspective of everyone trashing Rodgers to then going, well, the truth is Aaron Rodgers has all the chips and the Packers are fucked. So uh, pretty funny kind of back and forth uh, dynamic there. Um, and, and Zell, you mentioned getting the bag. Cam Newton got the bag. <laughs> My boy Cam. $4.5 million for the rest of the year. I can support him now again now that he's off the Patriots. So I hope he eventually gets a starting job there and flourishes. That would just be great. It'd be great for the Let's... NFL. It'd be great for the media. It'd be a great storyline. Oh, yeah. How? We might have to start talking about the Panthers as one of the most dysfunctional franchises. <laughs> I know they're hiding over there, and they don't have many fans, so we don't hear from them a lot. But you cut Cam Newton. Cut. Stone cold turkey. You turn around, and you go, I need a quarterback. You trade actual picks. Solid picks, for my Sam, dad, I might add. Yo, Zell, you are correct. These are... These are valuable picks. Second rounder, and you, fourth rounder. You, you trade it for a guy who has walnuts banging around in his brain, and you can look at him and hear the walnuts and, and see that there's nothing ticking. Uh, and then you re-sign Cam Newton? Uh, Leo, make sense of this. Uh, are the Carolina Panthers secretly unbelievably dysfunctional? For sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, I for sure. <laughs> he said. He says, "Fuck middle ground." <laughs> right. No, they're, they're, that's an embarrassment. They had a chance in the NFL draft to go get a Justin Fields, a Mac Jones. They had a chance to address it, and instead they went and got Sam Darnold. Now, I mean, I like going with Sam Darnold instead of going with PJ Walker, uh, but. I definitely thought in the draft that they would go with a quarterback. I think in the little mock, I I had them taking uh, Justin Fields or one of those quarterbacks, and, and I just don't understand what they're doing over there with the most important position on the field. I'm frustrated on a personal level because I have some investment in DJ Moore, and now uh, Cam Cam's probably not going to get DJ Moore the ball at the same volume, right? We've seen Cam, I mean – he, he does tend to lock on to one receiver. Last year it was Jacoby Myers. Hopefully this year it's DJ Moore. But if you've got DJ Moore on your fantasy team, you kind of probably deep sighed when you saw that news today because that's what I did, a deep sigh. Uh, I, I don't eat – yeah, <laughs> having DJ Moore just trapped in purgatory. People are talking about free free Odell, free fucking free DJ, DJ Moore. Free DJ Moore, man. What, what the fuck really is going do? on here? Free DJ Moore. <laughs> oh, man. How about Robbie Anderson? So he goes down to Carolina, and they're like, we're bringing Sam Darnold. Do you think he was like, you motherfuckers? <laughs> like, you dumb motherfuckers? Man, you, it's like, crazy. Like, uh, Sam's a, he's a great person, nice guy. I handled the media well in New York and stuff like that. And I wanted him to do well, but I'm not surprised at how this is going. Like, he, it's the same stuff with him, man. I watched that shit for three years. And I watched him at USC a little bit, too. So it's he just hasn't changed. It's just the reads, the turnovers, the, like you said, the scared looks, man. It's just, it's unfortunate that he got hurt, though. But his play was not it. After those first couple of games, he was, like, leading the league in rushing touchdowns. I think after, like, week three or four or whatever. But came crashing down. 
tried to tell some Panthers fans, like, he ain't the answer, he ain't it, but I wanted to give him an extension, and I'm glad for those draft picks. And, we appreciate it. And the <laughs> extension. Oh, my God, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Holy they shit. They had to pay him. That was the main thing this offseason because he was oh up my for that fuck. extension. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, Panthers fans. You guys are fucking dumb. Um, Jesus, holy shit. I completely forgot about that. Shout out to Cam, though, because Cam's got that pork shoulder. You know what that is? That, 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 the bone, the bone just falls right out. (laughs) Just pull that bone right out. There's nothing left in that arm. That thing is cooked. It's jelly. Good luck to him. I'll take his legs over Sam Darnold's head, but I I don't think Sam I don't know how you sign Cam Newton for four point five million. You don't gotta how throw too he far. Not... He's gotta dump it off to McCaffrey. He'll be all right. He's, that's it. He's got, what you're gonna see is uh, the four people in the backfield. It's gonna be DJ Moore, Anderson, CMC, and Cam Newton, and they're just gonna run Wildcat. <laughs> like and, <laughs> everyone else is a blocker or has the ball. Let's go. Cam Newton leading out there as a fullback. I'm all for it. Let's fucking see him declete a linebacker. Um, uh, I just good, don't good understand why. Uh, if you're, why do you use a second and you said a second and a fourth, Zell? Yeah, yeah, we got a second, a fourth, and I think a sixth Bro, for Darnold. Justin Fields was right there. I know. He was right there. I, I can't be the answer to that. <laughs> I know. I, feel I you don't know. He was it. right there, right there for the picking. Hey, man, Mac Jones. Bad. Bad teams stay bad. Let's transition over into what's coming up this week as there are some actually intriguing games. We're going to save the time. The Ravens play the Dolphins tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead out on a limb here. This game, it's eight and a half points. When I see the Ravens handily beat a bad team, I'll let everyone know to go ahead and bet on them. I'm staying away from it. I, I, I don't. We we tied. We tied Detroit. Essentially, uh, we barely beat Minnesota. There are just a plethora of teams we've barely squeaked by. I am not confident in this game at fucking all. You know what's funny? Uh, I was like thinking to myself, like, why do I feel like this game's going to be closer than it should be? Like, I feel like a lot of the Ravens players. I think. Freeman, Lamar, and Hollywood are all from Miami, so I'm sure they're going to want to show out and be pressed a little bit to, you know, show out for their families and things like that. Like, I got a feeling like this game is going to come down to the wire, eerie feeling. I hope that's not the case because for fantasy purposes, I need Lamar to show out. But I feel like yeah, same. It should. it's going to be closer than it should be. Nah, I don't I overthink it, Zell. <laughs> These Florida boys are about to nah. run wild tonight. I know exactly they what's going to go crazy. The last time the Ravens were in Here's... Miami, we saw some crazy shit. I think they put up like 49 or something like that. I, I expect the same yeah. thing because these are Florida boys. They're going to show out. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully here's, so. Here's a fun stat. The last three times the Ravens and the Dolphins meet, the score is 136 to seven right man come on damn. stop playing with me ravens by like 20 <laughs> something tonight damn uh, yeah 100 point differential 100 plus 100 plus in three games boy we beat Sheesh. them 52 to nothing one year bet the whole bank account on the ravens <laughs> yeah. money line tonight now stop playing with me yeah Let's let's yeah look i am excited let's flip through there's actually a ton of good games to get to Surprising one o'clock game five and four Cleveland Browns five and four New England Patriots Zell start us off two and a half point spread who wins this game the Browns fuck the Patriots man oh the Browns <laughs> fuck the Patriots he's man. going Browns I know they're playing well I know they're what I think it's a half game or whatever out um, behind Buffalo in the AFC standings now but 
I'm not going to pick them, bro. I need the Browns to do what they did last week for real. Somehow, Baker, somehow, do it again. Miles Garrett, after that dirty-ass play from Mac Jones where he tripped Brian Burns or whatever, I hope five sacks demolish him. Put him in the ground. Browns. Leo, go on the other side. Oh, yeah, I'm taking the Patriots. Uh, I've officially purchased my ticket to the Mac Jones bandwagon. And I, oh, okay. I purchased my ticket. I'm aboard, and, and he's looked great. And I think I, I kind of wish there were rumors that Odell was thinking about going to New England, and I was kind of hoping that he would, just because they don't have that explosive oh, guy. Sick. You know, they got a couple speed guys, but they don't have any true playmakers at wide receiver. Uh, but regardless, I think Mac Jones, he's shown that he can put points on the board at the last couple weeks. And I don't think that the Browns defense is what we thought it was at the beginning of the season. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Patriots. I think Mac Jones is going to get it done. I like the Patriots as well. Minus two and a half is going to be interesting. I think this is going to be closer than Man, I think this could be a close game. I think the Patriots will win it because they're at home. I think that's the big difference. Their defense is really good. I will. It is. is, It's it's been playing really well. So I think they have like pick sixes the past two weeks in each game. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Next game up. That's a big game. Uh, Trevor Simeon is going to take on Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. I think this is a game that the Titans beat the absolute piss out of the Saints. Um, the Saints losing to Atlanta last week is scary. Uh, Saints going into Tennessee. I This is, though, that like classic letdown game, right, Leo? No one's looking at the Titans anymore. You put them on top of the hill. Are you worried at all about no, this? No, no. The Saints are still a playoff team, so the Titans, they'll be up for this okay, one. It, okay. It's like the next week when I think they play Houston. That's when I'm expecting a, a letdown. Mm, oh, uh, this week, no, I think that they're going to take care of business against the Saints. Uh, there's reports that I think Alvin Kamara might miss this game with a knee injury. Uh, if there's no Alvin Kamara, it, go ahead and take the Titans at minus three while you can get it because I expect that line to shift if Kamara's out. All right. Um Zell, are you going to flip the other side of this? You like the Saints? No, I like the Titans, I don't. man. If the okay, if their okay. D-line plays like that, bro, like they're Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a wrap. Seriously, it's a wrap. Bring on Trevor Simeon. Yeah. That's what that's He's what I said. It's a relief, on. man. After the last Time couple year, weeks, we've been um, playing some quarterbacks almost every week this season. Yeah. And finally we get Simeon. Watch watch you be right. This is going to be the game that Simeon goes for 3 350. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. just the pessimist. Yeah, like it's, Drew Brees this is that 21, yeah, that 21 17 game that just you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like that. I'm going to be looking for rain. If there's rain in the forecast, I'm going to, I'm going to be wary about that. But for right now, I like right now. AccuWeather uh, says partly cloudy. Is... I actually have it up for some reason. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's perfect. That that's partly cloudy is where I want the Titans. Uh, big game at 425. Russell Wilson pulled the pin out himself uh, and <laughs> I think uh, demanded his finger get in line. He had had enough of showing up to pregame warm-ups and pretending to be in a huddle running a two-minute offense. I don't know if I've ever seen something more scripted and goofy uh, before, before a football game than Russ, what Russell Wilson was doing out there. But he's going to return. Sounds like Aaron Rodgers is going to return. And the Seahawks are going to go to the Packers. Uh, for a game the Seahawks cannot afford to lose, they will drop to 3-5. and five. Uh, The Packers here, only minus 3.5. 
I'm taking the Packers uh, at three and a half and hoping that Aaron Rodgers is ready for game time. Zell, what are your thoughts? I'm going with the upset in this one. I'm going to take Russ. Ooh, First game okay. back on the road, they're going to find a way to get that dub. I don't know how they're going to do Man it. Man of God. But I think God. they're going to pull Faith. it off. Faith. It's Russell Wilson. Faith. The man is bigger than football. He's got that like miracle water. He pulled that pen out himself, pulled it, pulled it like a grenade. He grabbed it with his teeth and pulled, just ripped it right out of his finger. Um, and then he, he's getting out there. He did a whole mo- Do you guys see the montage video? He did? I did not no, see it. No, no. <laughs> didn't see that it. goofy motherfucker put a whole like, uh, two minute. I'm back. I'm overcoming adversity. Hey, Black and white dog, music Russ. playing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm like, you are just have a whole production team. He's like, we're back. This isn't like an ACL. He's like, we're back from a broken finger. Uh, that that guy is just unbelievable. He wants that. He, you know, last season wanted out of Seattle. Aaron Rodgers. This can be kind of the I might want to leave my team bolt and uh, on on Sunday. 425 the I might want to leave my team but Leo do you also have the upset or are you going with the steady Eddie Packers? I'm gonna go with the Packers but the bet that I'm most interested in is probably the over under the over under right now is 49 and a half and the weather is looking like we may have snow in Lambeau so if we have snow uh, I definitely like the Ice under bowl. Snow. snow we get a we get a snow football game in November? oh don't you just love oh, watching man, snow football games i love watching the snow come down as, as oh, the game yeah. it's a it's it's crazy no other sport like has the weather right like baseball does but they're like well there was that oriole game years ago where it, it like snowstormed out of nowhere and they're the pictures of the players in like the middle of the snowstorm but it was like a clipper that just ran through um but snow football looks – I mean, we can all agree, it's beautiful to look at. Like, you're like, this is awesome. Like, And the, and the, when the snow's piling up, like, in January, and you look in the, fan, the stands, and they just got, like, piles of snow at the top, and the fans are throwing snowballs. I, there's, there's no other sporting quite like it. You know, everything else is indoors. Um, it, 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 you get these elements in football, and when rain just fucks a game up, snow makes it look so goddamn pretty. Right, I'm hoping. I mean, I'm the AccuWeather snow. says that it's supposed to be 40 degrees, but it also shows a cloud with a snowflake. So uh, maybe they're leading up to the game. They're going to have some snowfall regardless. We should uh, see a white like- field, I think. Yeah, and, and we'll take a look for that. Some snow or any snow would be great. The Sunday night game is went from being really entertaining to I don't know what we're going to get here. Kansas City goes to the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Raiders, precariously perched right now, may not be able to close this down. Zell, Raiders, Chiefs. I'm going to go Raiders in an upset. How are you sitting? I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one. Um, I do think the Raiders should be up for this game, primetime game, and the shit performance they had last week against the Giants and coming off that L. Um, I think they'll be up for this game, but – I'm still gonna go with the Chiefs. Um, it wasn't. It didn't look good for them last week either, though. Like, I don't know what's going on with Mahomes and the throwing, but it. I, they still found a way to win, but it didn't look good. So, I'm I'm gonna rock with them this game still, though, because at the end of the day, they still got to find a way to win. Like, especially with this being a division game, they can't afford to lose this and 
you know, expect like it's going to be some cakewalk to the playoffs. So, if you would ask me before, I'm, I'm going to go Raiders here. Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Leo. What no, I was just going to say before if before last week, if you would have asked me, then I probably would have picked the Raiders. But after watching them lose to the Giants, uh, it kind of left a mm, bad taste yeah. in my mouth. So I don't. You don't lose to the Giants if you're ready to take the division. So I'm going to assume that the Chiefs are going to come Rex, out here and, and punch them in the mouth and get a W here. So I, I think that I keep waiting for the Chiefs to kind of resurface and make this push, but they just won't do it. Like against the Packers last week, you only put up 14. Yeah, it was I, ugly. Like it was ugly. It's ugly. Like if Aaron Rodgers plays that game, they get the shit beat out of them. Yep. Like if that happens and they lose, like that game could have been like 28, seven. If Rodgers played now, they're going to go against the Raiders who cannot have more go wrong in a year. I mean, they are, if you've got a bingo card of fucked up shit that can happen to your football team, they are making a beeline across your board. <laughs> uh, coach getting fired. Bingo. Uh, one player in a DUI manslaughter case. Bingo. Another player showing off guns and talking shit on Instagram Crazy. live. Oh my God, threatening people. Gone. What? How do you hold this team together? Like that's you're you like you can focus them up and kind of go. Let's give one more game here. But how much longer can you hold this together? They 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 have to sign Deshaun Jackson, who is going to fill that deep role for them. But that guy has never been a locker room guy. That is not a rally around the troops guy. I want to root for the Chiefs, but I'm willing to lose all my money this weekend because I'm going to stick with the teams that are playing at least decent. And you're right, the whole thing with the Giants losing, the the the, the Raiders are prone to that game. They're at home here. This kind of feels like a last hurrah if they want to get the season going. But, man, the Chiefs look like doggy dude. No, I don't like the Chiefs uh, when we talk about the long term, you know, for the season, for the playoffs. I don't like them in that matchup at all or in that scenario. But – this week, I, I I like them. I'm not picking them against a team that just lost to the Giants. All right, last game on the docket. Los Angeles Rams, San Francisco 49ers. Rams looking to bounce back over under 49 and a half. Is this do or die for the Rams? No, they're 7-2. and two. I don't think it can be do, yeah. and, do or die, but... Not the Rams, sorry, sorry. Oh, 49ers. no, they're, but they're 49ers. dead already. In my opinion, they, <laughs> they're already dead. Dead Barry, man walking. Yeah, throw. They dead. Yeah, throw the throw they the dead. dirt on the casket. They're out of here. Okay, this it, coming up, coming up for the Rams, uh, coming up for the 49ers, It's Rams at Jacksonville, Minnesota at Seattle, at Cincinnati, Atlanta at Tennessee, and they end the gear with at Rams. Um, tough. I think you're probably right. This is probably the cookiness, and they, they, they don't return back from this. And, and we can start talking about the hot seat for Kyle Shanahan and how, you know, his father did a lot of the same things. He, he had two, two magical uh, home runs he hit, but right now it does not look like he's the man for a head coaching job. 
So I'm going to take it with you. I'm going Rams. Rams are only four. You can kind of lock that in now. Yeah, I think they're probably embarrassed from last week too. I mean, they they got embarrassed by the Titans on national television. I don't see them getting embarrassed twice in back-to-back weeks. I know that McVay and Shanahan have a relationship, so I also know that McVay probably hasn't slept this week game planning for this game. Rams double digits is what I got. Yeah, he definitely wants to go in there and embarrass his homie <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, and the Rams need that get-right game after they just got demolished pretty much by the Titans on the last, you know, primetime game. So, yeah, Rams – I say Rams minus four lot that in too. All right. It was a busy week in the NFL. We cut through all the big news of last week and this week. Zell, did we miss anything? No, no. I, I think we got through everything too. I actually think – that Cowboys-Falcons game is an interesting game, too, because Matt Ryan has been playing pretty well since that Jets game, um, the London game. Yep. he's He's been solid, man. And the Falcons, they're pretty frisky. I think they can put up some points. Um, let's see how the Cowboys respond. So I'm going to have my eyes on that game also. Leo, we missed anything? Nope. I don't think we missed anything. Uh, I think that... Uh, just uh, a shameless plug for my one of my favorite players, Kevin Byard. We we need to start the defensive player of the year campaign. Oh, yeah. I think, in my opinion. Uh, but no, I don't think we we covered everything. Looking forward to eight and two yeah, after Byard's this weekend. Beast. Eight and two, counting it now. I am looking forward to the Ravens beating up on Miami and not making not like dragging me through the mud like a bunch of assholes like they do every other week. So I would love just a nice, easy win. Probably won't get it. Jacoby Brissett will have like a good game or something. Make me really want to fucking shoot myself in the fucking head. Um, you, you'll be drunk by halftime. We'll see what comes And, and it'll be a good drunk. Yeah. Oh, I wish. The Ravens are all the coaster of a that, season, man. I know. Look, there's some Raven fan out there getting tattoos of all the crazy games, like on his legs and shit. Or I don't know where he's getting them, but he keeps sending that, keeps putting them out there. I, I I think getting individual scores of a regular season game is about the stupidest That's thing absurd, I've ever seen bro. in my life. <laughs> absurd shit. Like, if they don't win a Super Bowl, let's say they get bounced in the first round, which, you know, can fucking happen. Um, and they, they don't. They just get bounced in the first round. And everyone's like, oh, what are all these tattoos? And you're like, well, they're just games. <laughs> they're, just, <laughs> they're just games. You know, like, they're games. They're cool. Like, if they win the Super Bowl... That guy's going to feel like he's immortal. Okay, that guy's never going to do anything bigger in his life than getting those stupid tattoos. And then being like, the Ravens won the Super Bowl and I've been getting tattooed with all their wins. What? But, you know, that's great for you. But for me, I'm kind of looking at it going, man, the, when he did the he did the Kansas City one first, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Then he did it for the Denver game, and I was like, ah, <laughs> um, just, you know, print them off. Like, print them off and, like, carry them with you. In a if briefcase. someone asks, you can be like, hey, here's the score of, like, the, the Ravens game. Like, I don't know. Thought the tattoos was kind of silly. But, you telling me you're not getting right, tatted? We're gonna, you, you're not getting the yeah. Ravens tat? No. No, I'm not getting a Ravens tattoo on me. That's that's some sinister <laughs> shit. I, I'm, I'm all, look, if you want to get your teams tatted on you, I'm f- – whatever you know i'm for whatever you want to do with your body i really don't give a give a damn but i've already watched two super bowls now if the orioles won a world series i might get like a little oriole bird i don't know like on my thigh 
Because I don't want to look at it every goddamn day. Man, if the Titans win a Super Bowl, I'm getting the Titan logo on my fucking face. I'll be so excited. Hey, right on the forehead. Slap dab in the middle. You got to Yeah. Fucking bonk. Fucking Tennessee logo right in the middle. You got to get the Titans. You know when there's, uh, you get that uh, tattoo on the inner side of your lip. So, like, your mouth side of your lip, I guess, is the best way to say it. And you got to fold it down so you can see it just tightens right across. If they win the Super Bowl, I'll do something um, crazy like that. Yeah, I look. I I mean, it's it's worth it. Um, I mean, I didn't do it, but... You know, it's like if the Orioles won a, won a World Series, it, it would yeah, I would be pretty pressed to do something because that would you that would make me happy for a long win, time. If they win a World Series, bro. You got to. It's the fucking oh, Orioles. Yeah, if the Orioles win the World Series, you might have to do crack or something crazy. Like you got to take it past the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I just switched my whole lifestyle up. You know, I'm a different person now. The Orioles. That was pre World Series. Now I'm a fucking psycho. You know. I, <laughs> I'm fucking smuggling drugs across the border and shit. So, um, all right. Zell, Leo, your pal Gordo, take us on out. All right. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pick and Play Show. For the boys Gordo and Zell, my name is Leo. As usual, if you enjoyed the show, just make sure you rate, subscribe, review, and most importantly, share this thing with a friend. We'll see you next week. No evidence. No evidence. No evidence. No evidence.